unbelievable. Week nine. Song dry or uh, skeptic, which I'm skeptical on my team. By driveways. One of my kind of newer band obsessions, I guess. Described as pop, punk, post-hardcore music from like 2002 to 2008. If you like that kind of music, then you'll like Driveways, according to their Spotify. Which is me. That is that is my music in a nutshell. But yeah, the song title is called Skeptic. Which I'm just what happened to my team? I don't understand how I can go from scoring. Let's let's go to my schedule real quick. Uh, there we go. Thought I had her all loaded up, but I didn't. Let's go to Kamish's team here. If I can remember my name. Score 147 points, 118 points, 137. Couple low weeks, 100, 101. Then I explode for 155. I knew week seven against Cam was going to be bad because Dalvin was on a bye. So was uh, J-Rob and Rob Pyle. And then last week I scored 99. I scored almost more in the one week, 155, than the last two weeks combined. What's going on? J-Rob, know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? All right. Um, I have kind of stopped doing the primetime thing. I don't know. You guys tell me if you liked it or not. I'm just, I'm over it, I guess, if I were... If I were to say one thing. So we're just going to go back to the old kind of like recap style. Um, last week, Naz putting the beat down on me. 130 to 99. Um, Burrow going off. Derrick Henry has a terrible game. He ends up with a foot fracture and I still can't win. My running backs combined for a combined total of twelve points or 13.7 points. 12.7 points. Like What is that? Cooks and Landry... Got some garbage time looks. It was just terrible, which, to be fair, that's why I drafted Cooks. I knew the Texans were going to be terrible. They didn't have anyone else, so that's why I drafted him in a PPR league because who else are you going to throw to, especially in garbage time? He's going to try to play. Uh, My bench. My bench alone, 62 points. My starter is 99 points. It was awesome. Naz literally had to play the guys he had to play. No decisions were made. has a zero on his uh, bench. And that's because literally everyone was on a bye. I couldn't beat Naz on his bye week. Kind of depressing. Uh, but great job, Naz. Lock it with a gigantic game against um, against the Jags. And, yeah, great job, Naz. Good win. And in the shittiest game of the week, one of them, yeah, I think it was, Willie versus Micah. Willie getting the dub. You, you know, you got to get dubs whenever you can. Murray absolutely shitting the bed, only 11 points. Not a great game for Rodgers, only 15 for you, Micah. Herbert, 
I don't know about the, I just don't know about the Bears offense. It's just so fucked up. God, I hate it because I have Bears in my other in another league and it's so depressing. But Elvin's doing great things for you, Willie. Uh, good thing you didn't trade with me, even though I don't think you ever would have. AJ Brown, an absolute monster of a game, and yeah, I don't know. You you played a lot of the right guys. I guess you could have inserted Connor. Maybe gotten you just a few extra points, but all in all. Uh, you played the right guys, and Micah, same thing to you. I mean, you played the guys you had to play, and bummer on Gronk for you. I guess that was a gamble playing Gronk. He's kind of skeptical coming in, but you played him. You put up, you broke a hundred. That's the goal every week. I think I I didn't quite get there. Ninety nine point three. But yeah, uh, last week I was four and one of my picks. Uh, I was the only guy I got wrong, and then. Yeah, we did correctly pick this. ESPN was also 4-1. Uh, then we moved to Seth versus Wiggs. All three of us, I believe, picked Seth. Yeah, last week Rhino even picked Seth. Uh, in it, and it didn't disappoint. Pretty close matchup. Wiggs not having a great week. Uh, Herbert, I don't know, ever since his big week, which if we click on it real quick. He had a big he had 42 points. He went 30 21 42. Now he's gotten 12 15. He's almost like a must play, but you just never know. Aaron Jones having a great game for you Wigs. Tyreek having a great game. And then you had a lot on your bench though. You had Michael Carter with 32 and Pittman with 30 on your bench. Where Seth Stafford and Harris doing their thing still for you. Bad game for Lenny. Um, only 7.3 drastically under his, his projection. So, and Pitts as well. Pitts was like 11 points there underneath his projection. So you even got the win without Devonte Adams, which impressive, impressive stuff there. Uh, with that, without Devonte, I thought your team could have struggled, but you, you got her done. And then in probably the game of the week, it was a tight one. Monty hanging on by the chin chin of his chin 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 i believe it was our game of the week and it did not disappoint last week so uh jalen hurts finally was a bad fantasy quarterback just like he is a bad real life quarterback and somehow when they win 44 to 6 jalen hurts only gets 11 fantasy points i don't understand it i don't understand jalen hurts when the team is like unbelievable he does nothing it's so crazy josh allen good game for you Unfortunately, Zeke and the Cowboys getting the win over the Vikings. And I was going to have like a Viking on the podcast this week. But I couldn't bring myself to do it. It's just no one would have had great things to say. Monty, you were the benefactor of, you know, Thielen having a great game. Cooper Cup having a great game. Kelsey, what's going on with Travis Kelsey? Monty, I'll take Kelsey from me if you want. Um, But yeah. Uh, great game, boys. It, it did come down to Monday night. Kelsey had just enough, 5.7. Um, and I forgot how it kind of went down. Monty just needed enough. Did Monty make the comeback? Oh, and you also had Booker. You also had Booker in there. So that was tight. It was a tight game. It was a fun game. Uh, great job, Monty. And Monty, you remain in first. We'll go over standings here in just a second. And then Cam, the team of the week with 153 points. I mean, mopping Rhino, absolutely the blowout of the week here. Cam 
just his team starting to roll. C.D. Lamb, 17. Chris Godwin, 28. Your, th- your lowest scorer, positional-wise, which is rare, was your quarterback, which is just crazy. Uh, Elijah Mitchell doing great things in San Fran. I just still don't trust running backs. Rhino Emmanuel Sanders laying a goose egg. Ouch. Um, DeErnest not doing much. JJ not doing much for you, but none, no one in the Vikings offense besides Thielen was doing anything. And yeah, just an absolute beatdown by Cam here in week nine or week eight as we move into week nine. With that, let's, yeah, so I was four and one last week. That moves my all time record. Oh boy. I can't do that right now. I did not prep that. Sorry, there's two weeks I had to catch up on. Um, so that will bring me now maybe to week nine here. Yeah, let's slip it around. So standings, and we got a, I got another little tidbit for you here after a second here. Um, so standings go this way. Monty, six and two, all alone at the top. Then we got a three-way tie for second. Naz, Wiggs. And Dylan, all at five and three, and then two of the six, the five and six seeds tied at four and four. Fifth seed tied at four and four. Uh, Nat or Cam and Willie, and then there's three of us at three and five. Seth, Rhino, myself, all at three and five, and then Micah, all alone in the cellar at two and six. Playoff percentages go this way. Monty, 99%. Naz, 93%. Wiggs, 96%. Dylan, 91%. Cam, 47%. Willie, 43%. Seth, 79%. Rhino, 40%. Myself at 9%. And Micah at 2%. And I believe some of those go that way because I am now the lowest after back-to-back bad weeks. I am now the lowest scorer in the league. Uh, Monty is number one, followed by Naz, then Seth, then Wiggs. Dylan in the five spot. Micah in the six spot. Rhino, Cam, Willie, and then again myself. Points against this year. Wiggs at number one, only facing 902 points. Then we go myself at 942. Then we go Cam, Naz, Willie, and then Monty, Dylan, Seth, Micah and Rhino having faced the most points this year. Moves, as that was a topic uh, during one podcast. Dylan's made the most moves at 36. Micah's made the most move, uh, second most at 29. Wiggs has made 24. Me and Monty have made 22 moves. And then Cam at 17. Willie at 16. Rhino at 15, Seth at 13, and lo and behold, Naz at 4. He's just letting that team ride, which I do I do love that. I do actually love that part of it. Uh, quickly, budgets. Uh, we're getting we're over the halfway point. As I look here, Naz has got $85. Cam's got $66. Uh, oh, Monty's got $73. Seth's got 57, Willie's got 54, Wiggs has got 52, Dylan's got 44, I have 39, Rhino's got 23, and Micah 
has 19 points here, or 19 bucks to spend on free agents the rest of the way. Uh, something else I came up with with Statboy. I went, I went through and broke down trades. So all the trades that have happened from the time you acquired the player to the time you maybe let that player go. For example, Tyreek Hill, like Ma, uh, Micah, you acquired him from Dylan. You acquired him on October 1st. And then you gave him to Wiggs on October 22nd. So however many points Tyreek Hill accumulated for you there is your points for. Anything he's acquired after, obviously points against. So I've gone, I went through every how you acquired, who you gave away, and it breaks down like this. Yes, injuries have happened. Yes, whatever. Uh, but in in the trades, in the trades alone, this is how it goes. There's been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of us that have traded. Okay. Seven of us have traded. That means Naz, Willie, and Rhino, I believe, have not made any sort of trades. So, with that being said, the guy who has benefited the most from the trades, Wigman, with 96.3 point differential from guys he's given away to guys he's got. 96.3 differential there. In second place is Monty. Well, that was only one trade. Kelsey has scored 128 points this year compared to Barkley's 64.5. Monty's a 63.5 point. Uh, you got in the positive there. Um, and then the only other positive trader so far is Dylan. Dylan has a positive total of 28.16 points. And that will now bring me to the rest of us. Um, continuing in order, Seth only two points negative two point seven because you only Wiggs only kept Robinson for one week and he he outperformed Chase Edmonds in that trade that you guys made by two point seven points. So you're only down two point seven trades you've made. Um, Cam, you are negative thirty two point five four, and that's only one week because you dropped Sterling Shepard. So. Gordon and Boyd scored 59.04 last week. Shepard scoring a whopping 6.5. And that is a difference of why that is that number that I have written down is not even remotely close to correct. So quick math in my head. We'll just call it 43.95. Yeah, 53.95. 53.95 is the difference there. Um, of our of our trades, and then goes to Micah. All the trades you've made with Monty, Dylan, and Wiggs. Your total point differential, which Saquon or Barkley's the big guy in here. Um, that big difference, but is negative one hundred four point two, negative one hundred four point two, and then that brings us to yours truly. I have made, if you guys remember, Rhino maybe can attest to this. I know maybe Wigs too, but I hate trading. Like I hated trading forever, forever and ever and ever. I've hated trading. I don't like, I don't like it. I'm kind of like the Naz usually. I, I want to ride with my guys and tell whatever. I tried to turn a new leaf this year. I'm like, hey, Pete, 
don't get so attached to your players. You know you can let go of them. You know it's not like a real bond that you share with these guys. You can trade them. It doesn't mean anything. Except it does. Because my point differential is negative 210.42 points. And that's not even counting yet Kittle for Daryl Williams. Right now, Daryl Williams has outperformed Kittle by 48.9 points. But George Kittle hasn't played a game. It's unbelievable what I've done to myself. I have only myself to blame. I thought I'd branch out of my normal commission, my normal GM boots. Not my commish boots. My commish boots have stayed the same. I love you guys. Commish is commish. But my GM has gone haywire. I hope I can turn it around. I hope my guys start showing up. This is my plea to them. Negative 210 points in my trades this year. I mean, I mean, what's even to say there? What's even to say? All right, let's break this down. We, uh, I'm so upset right now though. So like, I'm just like, I did that math today and I was upset for a little bit and now I did it again and now I'm re-upset. I'm just, it's just dumb. What am I, what was I, what am I doing? Unreal. All right. So this week, let's go to week nine. Week nine, we got Wigman versus Kamish. Wigs projected to beat me by 27.2 points. Is that right? No, 20.2 points. And that's not even the biggest spread this week. Not even close. Um, so, looking at matchups, you got Herbert against the Eagles, Jones versus the Chiefs for Wigs, Carter tonight against the Colts, um, Jamar against Cle. I mean, I'm looking at your matchups. I love your matchups. Waller versus Giants. Uh, but I love Cooks versus Miami. I like Henry versus Carolina. I like Williams versus Green Bay. I think that's going to be an absolute shootout. And Williams, Williams and Clyde are they, they can they can go either way. If Clyde decides to play, I'll probably start him. If not, I got Williams. Either way, I feel safe. With that being said, I just don't think I have enough firepower to beat Wiggs. The only thing I can, the only way I'm going to beat Wiggs is well i don't know he's got guys on by so it doesn't even matter is like let's say Pittman goes off today instead against the jets and jamar doesn't and i I don't even know i don't even know how i could beat him just the guys he's playing aren't performing kind of like last week i don't know but i'm doing it i'm picking wigs because i need to win so bad i can't i don't want to pick wigs but i'm going to maybe a little reverse juju on the old team uh, I need Robinson. I need Cook to actually show up. Robinson's got a terrible matchup against Buffalo, but I can't not start big game, James. Just can't do it. Uh, check down, King. Let's go, Lawrence. Just check it down all game to big game, James. Please. That brings us to our biggest spread of the week. Micah versus Seth. Seth is a 35-point favorite. 35 on the nuts. 136.9 to 101.9. Um... 
and probably rightfully so. Uh, Najee Harris could have a huge day against Chicago. Uh, Chase Edmonds just needs to punch it in once. Debo Samuel needs to continue this, and I love Pitts against against the Saints. Even though the Saints defense did shut down the Bucks last week, I just I like I like Pitts this week. I do, um, and you got Adams back. So huge, huge spread right now. Micah's got freaking Mark Ingram in his flex position. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. Micah, why why don't you start like? Chase Claypool even in your flex. I'm not telling you what to do. It's not going to make a difference. This is like if I were to pick my lock of the week, like let's bet, bet, bet. I am I wouldn't bet the money line. I wouldn't bet the spread, but I would bet straight up that Micah loses to Seth. 35 points is a big spread in fantasy football. I would not bet that, but I, I am going also with Seth here. Uh, so I'm two for two picking with ESPN. Then we're moving to Mike Monty versus Willie, um, Monty projected win by 19 and a half. Willie's got one little check mark here, uh, and that's Elvin over Austin Eckler, which is even crazy. Eckler's the second. Monty has the fifth, the fifth most, uh, the quarterback ranked fifth in fantasy, second best running back in Austin Eckler. The number one wide receiver in Cooper Cup, the number one wide, the number one tight end in Travis Kelsey, the number two scoring defense in Buffalo, and the number four kicker on his team. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six top ten guys. But on the counter counterpoint here, Murray number six, Kamara number seven, Schultz number five, Cardinals D number three. Tyler Bass, number two kicker. Five or six. I think, I think this is going to be my upset of the week. My upset of the week is Willie over Monty. And I think it's just going to happen like, I think with the Cardinals could get a pick six. It could come down to defense and kickers. And I like that. My big thing for you, Monty, though, is if Kelsey has a bounce-back game, that's one thing I'm worried about. Kelsey could go off. He's pissed about last week. Uh, but, Willie, as much as I need to see you lose, because you are also 4-4, four and four, uh, or you're 4-4, four and four, I need you to see, get knocked down a peg, especially if I lose this week. I need that to happen. Um, and then Cam versus Dylan. Uh, Cam, or Dylan right now is projected to win by 6.1. Over Cam. Cam is on a little uh, heater right now. I believe. Let me double check. But uh, Cam has won two or three in a row now. Uh, three. Cam is the hottest team in the league right now. There's a few of you, uh, Seth and Willie and Monty, all on two game, two game win streaks. But Cam currently on a three game heater. And yeah, I don't. I mean, at, for Dylan right now, Dylan's got a great matchup. Uh, Buffalo at Jacksonville. Um, Chubb at Cincinnati, Cole Beasley at Jacksonville. He's going with Beasley, a Beasley play. And then we got a Crowder sighting against the Colts tonight. And Cam, right now I look at your team. You got four Qs in your lineup. Tua, ooh, starting Tua against Houston. That could be an X-Factor move right there. That, that could be a power move. Uh, Mitchell versus the Cardinals. And then you are starting the Colts defense tonight. But Mike motherfucking White's playing tonight uh, for the Jets. So look out for that. 
Yeah, and you kind of a bye week for Cam. He's got he's got Hawkinson on bye. He's got Gibson on bye. He's got Godwin on bye. He's starting the Homer Homer tight end in Conklin this week. Conklin is the fifteenth fifteenth uh, ranked tight end this this uh, year so far. But you know, I got I, I have to stray away a little bit. I I gotta go Cam. I'm going to go Cam. I think Cam's going to continue his. Um, his win streak here, he's going to bump to four games and look out for Cam's team. Um, the guys who are at the bottom, Seth and Cam this year, Cream always rises to the top, right? I believe uh, Dylan said that a few times. And then my game of the week, we got 3-5 and five Rhino versus 5-3 Naz. Right now, ESPN has it, Rhino by 4.3, 128.3 to 124. And I gotta look. I'm gonna look back here. How many games has Naz been favored in? One, two, three. Naz has been favored in only three games all year, and he's five and three. That's insane. That's asinine. So, uh, right now, let's look at matchups here. Lamar's going to ball the fuck out against Minnesota. I'm just going to say it right now. Lamar's going to have a great game. We can't do anything on defense. It's fine. It's whatever. Hope for a shootout. He's got Hollywood Brown going. He's got Andrews going. He's got he's got the Baltimore Naslins back. Um, McCaffrey apparently is back off of IR. Could be huge, but the first game back always scares me. You know, if something doesn't quite feel right, going to get pulled. He's going to get pulled. But you can't not play him. So I understand it, Ryan. I, I understand the play for sure. You you have to. But it just sucks. From my standpoint, as just a guy who's talking shit about fantasy and is wrong half the time, which is fine. But McCaffrey's first game back against a Bill Belichick defense, I'm skeptical. I'm just skeptical. Uh, Josh, Josh Jacobs against the G-Men, though, could be great. Uh, Baltimore had a week to prepare for us. They're, they had their bye week. I don't know if Jefferson's going to do much. Love Waddle against Houston, though. That could be a big-time kind of shootout game as both teams are pretty shitty. Or there's going to be a shitty no-scoring game. Either way. Um, and then you got Emmanuel Sanders against Jacksonville. He's bound to crack. He laid a goose egg last week. Um, however, with that all being said, I am going to go with Naz. I'm going to go with Naz here. And Rhino's... Rhino's in close. He's one game then away uh, from potentially having the phone case. Which, if the season were to end next, well, Mike has got a one point edge over Rhino, uh, 977.06 to 976.58. So, not even quite a full point. Um, Micah has Rhino beaten points right now, which is how I lost last year. I had the, sa- I had the same record as Seth and Monty. Let's bring up these uh, regular season or final standings. Regular season. Yeah. Me, Monty, and Seth all at 5-8. and eight, But I scored the least amount of points by 23 points and got the phone case. So it can happen. It can happen. So with that being said, boys, that's pretty much going to do it. I mean, I don't have much, much else. Um, it's just going to be a kind of a short and sweet one hope you guys like that trade breakdown stuff uh next week we'll be back with more if you if you guys want 
the Monday Night Countdown thing where I play the primetime music. I do the breakdown. I do the boomer thing. It, it's a more work. I got to kind of create a script. I can't, I'm not that creative where I can just look at it and ad lib it and go from there. But I'll do it. If you guys like it, I'll do it. It's fine. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy doing this for you guys as always. Um, clarification on who got the stuff last week. So it was Dylan and Cam. Cam texted me first. So Cam will get a six-pack, I believe, was the thing. Uh, six-pack. And then you will choose the booze that I drank during the during the thing, during our banquet, during our get-together next, next spring slash summer. So um, – I had a thought in my head, so I think it was whoever like texts me gets each week like text me a code word, which I'm not gonna come up with a code word, but like whoever texts me gets a beer. It was weird, but so Cam, you're just gonna win a six pack from me since you were the first to text last week. Six pack from me, and then uh, you get to choose the booze that I drink. So it's just a little point five thing behind the bar, and then Dylan gets beer bought all weekend but from Rhino and also gets to see Rhino's soft cock. That's that's what happened last week. But I do want the input though on the Monday night thing for those that do listen. So that will do it for me, Divas. Good luck this week.